Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to today's reading. I have a really special guest on today, Erin Patton, and we really go deep into a beautiful topic of relationships and our inner child. And as we dive into our conversation, I did just want to let you know a little bit about Erin because she is out in the world doing amazing work. And she is the founder of the Meta Business World. And she is a metaphysical master who guides magnetic executives in extinguishing organizational disease by working through emotional and spiritual roots of conflict to find balance. She is a graduate of Harvard Business School and has over 15 years of experience in corporate leadership and entrepreneurship. And now she has taken all those skills and talents and brought them into the metaphysical world and is aligning with spirit. So the reading that we have today Erin comes in with a question about deepening her relationships and asks what guidance or information spirit has for her. And where we go with this is about nurturing the child within and loving your younger self. We also look at reparenting, childhood friendships and how they can affect us as adults, our deep, deep desire for love and belonging parental dynamics, and looking for approval from our parents and how that affects our life, energetic healings, feeling loved versus feeling safe, and letting the divine feminine love you. So some really beautiful topics arise in our reading today. And before we dive into that, I did just want to give you a last reminder about the Love Yourself first summit that I am a guest at February 13th through 16th. I'd love, love, love to have you there. It's all about self-care, self-love, choosing you and the importance of this on your spiritual journey. So there's a link in the show notes for that. There's also a link of where you can find Erin on her social media and see the goodness and love that she is bringing to the world. So here is my call with Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hey, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on the podcast. It is such an honor to have this intuitive reading experience. So thank you again. And, you know, I have been having an emotional roller coaster of an existence, it seems, of recent days, maybe weeks. It's a lot around relationships and, you know, I say romantic relationships, but a lot of times the relationships are, you know, mirrors are reflections of love and experiences that we've had throughout our lives. And so I, I really want to see how spirit guides you 
in speaking to me around what I need to hear today because um, I feel like I've I'm moving into a little bit more stability around my relationships and even around you know my business and and what I've been doing. So I would love to kind of hear organically what you know spirit has for me in this season. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. So as you're talking, what I'm sensing in you is your nervous system is very lit up. Like there's an anxious feeling that's running through my central channel. And specifically, like in this place where you're talking about relationships and there's like a sense of longing but the longing, like as I track you back, right? It's like I see the little girl and I see her there. She's crying and she's longing for something. She's longing for this love that she feels is being kept from her or is like she she's confused. She doesn't understand why she isn't being loved. So what happens for you when I tell you that? That feels and resonates as truth for me. And it also is an experience that I continue to have today, especially in romantic relationships, is feeling like I am being punished by not receiving love to the level where I I believe that I'm capable of receiving. Yeah. So what I understand about that young tender part of us is that until she is nurtured until she feels just the vastness of love that is hers right like she deserves it you are going to in your adult life and you but like everybody does this right not just saying you is we are searching for that for someone else to give that to us Mm. and it's not possible right how connected are you to that little girl in you what work have you done with her that's interesting because I've done a lot of isolated meditations journaling workshops around my inner being And when you ask the question, how connected I am to her, it's like, oh, that means I probably should be talking to her every day. So I'm probably not very connected with her. Yeah, and that's that's common. We're not given that skill set, right? Like we we come into this life and it's like we should know how to be human and know how to nurture all these parts of ourselves and we don't like we're divine beings learning how to be human and it's a lifetime process period (laughs) yeah so what can be really helpful is imagining that little girl and forming a relationship with her reparenting her and giving her the love that she is craving and searching for outside of you. And that is basically like building a relationship with her as if she were your own child. Yes, I love the way that feels. 
Yeah. And and there's some beautiful practices where you go back into memories of being with her and where she feels alone, you show up and you help her and you tell her what she needs to hear and you nurture her and you, you build up that love inside her. Yes. So what's something that you could say to her today in this place where we're being with her? I feel like she needs to hear how well she's doing. Yes, how she's moving in on her path with grace. And I mean, the word that comes to mind for me is like righteously, like, you know, she is whole in that way, whole in that way of of how she exists. I feel like that's what she needs to hear. Yeah. So as you're saying that, right, like the feeling is coming again. And what can happen is we, as our adult self, tend to rationalize and motivate, right, which are beautiful, beautiful things to do. And that younger part of us doesn't have a way to connect to that because it's more of a nervous system process. And so would you mind if I offer an example to her? I would love that because I feel exactly what you were saying. I didn't want to do that and it still came out that way. Yeah, and that's that's it's beautiful. Like that is part of it. And she also wants something else. How would it feel if she heard Baby girl, I love you. You are magic. You are so special. Look at you. You just shine and radiate love and joy. And I just am so, so glad that I get to be with you. I can't imagine anyone else that I want to be with except you. I love you. That feels more authentic. I feel her expanding. Yeah, that feels like and sounds like how I speak to my son. Mm. And it happens so naturally to be nurturing to him. And in that same breath, having that, that same nurturing energy towards myself is not as practice, I would say. Yeah. And yet you hold the template inside you because mm-hmm. you do it without thinking yes. probably, right? With your son, it just is so, like you said, so natural. Exactly. Yeah, it would be helpful for her like she's craving that from you where would you like to go from here with this Mm. i want to explore a little bit more around the anxious energy you sense and where spirit believes that's coming from even more deeply, because I know you said that 
you know, it feels a little bit like the inner child wanting that loving voice, but I, I feel like there's maybe something more there. So you're showing me it's like on the right side of your, the back of your heart. Well, it's the back and then it's also the right side and it's your right breast and the back of your body. And it's like, it's, it's hard to expand your chest is the feeling that I get on that side as if somebody stabbed you in the back. So do you have a memory or a belief or a story of when you were younger of somebody betraying you, telling a secret, something in that space? I would say, yes. You know, I felt from a very young age, a lot of envy and resentment from peers. And, you know, I think today they call it like bullying. And at that time, it was more, and probably still today, it's just more of just children in traumatized environments that are all in a room together, coming from traumatized environments, all in a room together, you know, sharing in the trauma. And, you know, I feel, you know, looking back, obviously, you no know, judgment yet at the same time, a lot of resistance and conflict with other girls and in various different forms. So really lacking or feeling a lacking of healthy friendships and bonds with people. Yeah. And if you think about it, right, our one of our primary human needs is love and belonging. And if you are out there in situations that tell you you don't belong and people are actively creating that around you, that's going to create a sense of survival mechanism being enacted inside you. And how, how's your relationship with your mother? It's evolving. I would say as a child, I remember her being playful, yet at times her predominant way of being was very controlling, strict, and pushing. So as that relationship evolved as I got older, she had less connection to what I was doing in my life. So she could only kind of control, I guess, in an energetic way or in a way that um, had came around approval for what, what I was doing and it came in the means of approval. And, you know, now it's evolved to the point where you know, it's almost like I'm her mother because she's in a demented state and pretty much has been mute for two plus years, like not really talking much. And I noticed a lot of resentment in that transitional phase of accepting her 
and treating her with kindness because there was a lot of a lot of kind of anger around our relationship. Yeah, and that approval piece, right? Like looking for her approval and again ties into belonging. Like she didn't just love you for who you were. You needed to get her approval. Exactly. Yeah. So these pieces, right, of this foundational part of your life and young adulthood with not being just accepted for who you were, but being inside of these places that told you you needed to be something different, that you weren't okay being who you were, that creates the nervous system being misinformed. And then you're always tracking for the danger. You're always tracking for the place where you can fit in or where you can find belonging and who, who do you need to be in order to do that? So as we grow up and we do work and we get further in right to the development, like into our consciousness and the unconscious, there's a lot of mind and emotional work that we do. It's also important that we do the energetic work because this lives inside your energy body and inside your nervous system. So even though you're doing work in the mental and emotional realms, your nervous system and energetic body is still tracking all the time. Do I belong? Do I fit in? Is there danger? Is somebody going to bully me? Is somebody going to make me bend myself into a pretzel for their approval? And this is what's informing your field. So you can be okay for a while because of the depth that you're willing to go with yourself and you have on your journey. And yet there's this next layer that's coming up for you right now, right? Because it's ready. It's like, yes, I'm ready for you to step into this place with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And it's that sense of belonging for me, where I like to call now, it's just like feeling stable, feeling safe. That is an absolute requirement for being, you know, for existing and, you know, moving forward. Like I, I won't take a step if I don't have that, <laughs> if I'm not feeling that safe, that security. And so, and that sense of belonging and, and I'm, really grateful for the awareness that's been brought to me today around it connecting to that inner me and that security of being with myself allows me to be able to step into potentially insecure situation. There's a little distinction in there that I'd love to to talk about with this idea sure. of, of needing to <laughs> needing to feel safe because I yes. think yeah, we get we can get a little bit caught in that space because what we think is safety or that part of us that needs to feel safe, it really just wants to be loved. Yeah, I like that. And and it gets tricky, right, if we stay in the word of safety, especially in the the world that you and I live in and the where we're expanding into bigger and greater capacities. We're not always going to feel safe. 
Like that's that I, we can't have that as a requirement because I think to be seen, there's a lot of vulnerability and there's a lot of place in there that feels scary. And yet we do it anyway, (laughs) because that's who we are. So it's, it's instead of that little girl feeling safe before she makes the step forward, if she feels loved, she's going to go running forward. I love that. And I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a piece about the divine feminine. From what I understood when you were talking, the friendships when you were young, they were girls, right? That were not kind to you. And then, exactly. okay. And then you have the mother who is also, it sounds like she was in her masculine needing to control, not because she didn't love you, but because she was caught in her own story and her own unconscious programming. Mm-hmm. And what this has done has disrupted the way the divine feminine lives inside you and your relationship with her. Definitely. Yeah. It's just become a little misinformed, a little distorted, just there's there's a, a space in there for you to really deepen into what it means to be loved by the divine feminine, which is different than your mother's, you know, your, your love of your mother and the, the lack of love from your friends. It's a very mm. different energy, a very different space. Mm. The invitation would be to deepen your practices with the divine feminine. Mm. And allow her like to come into wanting to be with your little girl. Like as you go in and you start to build this relationship with this little girl and you love her and you nurture her, show her the divine feminine. You as an adult know her. Bring her in, invite her in, let your little girl know her too. That's an interesting concept. I had to write it down. Yeah, part of our foundational growth as we energetically mature, there are structures that come in through the domain that we inhabit in this lifetime. And one of those sections is divine feminine and divine masculine that gets built. And when we don't have strong representations of those in our younger years and our formative years, that part of our energetic system doesn't form correctly. Like pieces become missing from it because they're not, we don't have an example. We don't have that energy running through us and creating that part of our system. So we as adults get to go back and recreate that part of our structure. I like that. Is there anything else I can support you today with love? This has been so thorough. I feel like I'm going to be working on this in the next season, the entire season. So I really am, like I said before, really grateful for this awakening. I feel like it is now, not just awareness, but almost like an awakening because I've been doing Harold Scott, most divine feminine, divine masculine work now for a good 
intentionally for a good six or seven months. So I had been really aware of kind of my unhealed wounds related to both more specifically the masculine. And now there's, this is an opportunity you're inviting me on this new opportunity to not really focus so much on the unhealed aspects, but now that I know, know what the healed looks like, the divine looks like to just play with it more, engage with it more, co-create with it more, which is a beautiful invitation. So this has been really good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for bringing something so beautiful. <laughs> Does this feel like an okay place to land today? I feel like it is. Well, thank you, Erin. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.